0: Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm definitely more motivated to start today after <laughs> listening to that. I got I got out of bed this morning and I was like, oh, I'm excited because CC's BEC is back. Aww. And we're here and we're ready to go. Doreen, thank you so much for coming.
1: Thank you for having me. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I got
0: to see some of your uh, your Instagram stuff and that video that you just showed me before from, this is that song, right? Yeah. That you were telling me from that. Uh, so what was that exactly?
1: The competition? Mm-hmm. Competition was the Arnold Classic in Columbus, Ohio, March 2020, right before quarantine that I placed fourth place in the world. Holy shit. After coming back from having a double mastectomy and breast cancer in 2018. Oh my God. Where I placed sixth place in the world at the Arnold Classic. So wow, it was a feat and that song is... All about my life. So I get I get choked up every time I hear that song. <laughs> Listen, that's
0: definitely that's definitely a very uh, I guess that song is a trigger. Like it definitely brings you back to what you know. Yeah. I mean that going from sixth to fourth mm-hmm. after all of that. Yeah. How did that feel? Like amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, i like. And you're going just, for you're
0: going you're going higher this time, right? You yeah. you you said you were competing again, right? Yeah.
1: Ten weeks. Ten weeks. The Chicago Pro. I was supposed to. Um, I was, I was competing, I forget what show it was, but they canceled it, you know, they they canceled everything. They were just about to cancel the Arnold Classic, and that was right before the quarantine, and very, very lucky and grateful that it was not canceled. Um, it was very, very different, and very, you know, quiet, because they, they canceled the expo, which brings in like 20,000 know, people or more. Mm-hmm. Um, so they obviously couldn't do that, but they had to do very limited um, seating you know, in the arena when we were there competing. Mm-hmm. And we were like, are you kidding me? Are we going to have to compete without an audience? It's so weird. We need, like, It's an awkward audience. feeling probably, right? Yeah. I'm like, we're doing a fitness routine. Like, we're going out there and performing a routine of gymnastics and dance and, mm-hmm. you know, one-arm push-ups, plyometric push-ups and performing and needing, like, the crowd to, like... You know, push you a little bit. You get amped up. You know? Of course, yeah. It's that
0: extra little adrenaline rush, probably. Yeah, yeah. and
1: like it, you know, it being so quiet was uh, definitely challenging. At the last minute, they just let like um, family in. Okay. And um, they just said like your significant other, or you know, your mother or father who were there, and they they already knew that my you know my both my parents passed. Mm-hmm. I go, well, my sister's here. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. I go, my sister's here. Um, and my aunt, my mom's sister, and my godmother, and as soon as they were like, "We're, we're with Darena," they are like, "Oh, go ahead, go on in." Like they, you know. Yeah, of course. No, but that's good. A that's respect. That's, a that's and good. And they know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I was very grateful to have my loud Puerto Rican sister, my Puerto Rican <laughs> mother, and uh, my half Asian and half Spanish uh, godmother, Nancy. That was their first time seeing me compete, and it was it was crazy because you're like. So was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blushing because I know, you know, they're like right there and I see them and I gave them a, actually I gave them a wink and I gave them a peace sign when I walked off the stage. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. So awesome. it, was, it was awesome, you yeah. know, just lucky and grateful because I trained for six months for that show as opposed to three months that I usually get ready for a show. So after having a double mastectomy, I had to rebuild my chest muscles again and obviously get my shoulders, you know, back up and lifting and be able to do push-ups again. Nice. You know, yeah. I like mm-hmm. cuz that was like the hardest thing. Right. Um, yeah, but I did it and I surprised my doctors. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, awesome they said sure. like yeah. 6 months I'd be like recovered and it took me I think like 3. Oh, wow. And I was like just going back slow, but I was like okay at 3 months.
0: No, but that's really yeah. that's like really really good. So, mm-hmm. how how long have you been competing or how long did you know you wanted to compete? Is there so, is there like a difference or is it just yeah. the same day?
1: I didn't know that I wanted to compete. My coach, Lena Scor- uh, Scorsifico, she asked me to compete for 15 years. We're both coach, uh, coach gymnastics together out in Plainview. She would come in every now and then and um, just cover my boss while like, he was away or something like that and just help out. And she would always bring her fitness athletes in to practice. And I was like, what, like, what are they doing? What are they doing? And she'd be like, you should be doing this. You could totally do this. You'd be traveling, meeting people like like-minded people like you that are into fitness and everything. And it took me fifteen years. Um, first, my mom got sick in two thousand one. Um, she suffered from a triple aneurysm: her oh brain, her brain, her heart, and her um, stomach. Mm-hmm. So they repaired the aorta. She was in a medically induced coma for two and a half months.
0: That's gotta and, be stressful. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't have time to, to do this. Like the, that competing takes a lot. You need a, I train like five times, five hours a day. Oh my god. Sometimes, you know, I'm like usually, I'm like that's usually it. Like you know, three and a half to five hours a day, six to seven days a week. You know, when I'm getting ready for a show, you can't put that kind of time in when your mom is sick and you of have course. to be like back and forth from the hospital. You're eating, you know, takeout food all the time or hospital food, and just going to work in gymnastics was just very easy and like second nature to me. I can go in my pajamas and I don't have to study for it, I don't have to diet for it, and I certainly don't have to lift any weights for it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, show yeah. up and the blah blah blah. So my coach had asked me for 15 years. My mother had about 12 surgeries since 2001, and then uh, my father got sick in between that. And, uh, and was first had diabetes. Mm-hmm. And um, then diabetes turned into kidney failure because he just failed to, you know, listen to what they told him and, and what I told him. It's very frustrating as a fitness person. Hence the reason my sister and I decided to go the fitness, yoga, Pilates route. Um, so when my father was in uh, kidney failure, I had to do uh, dialysis for four and a half hours, three days a week. You know, and I was driving him at first like when they told him like he couldn't drive anymore and he was like a driver when he first came from California he was a New York City bus driver, a taxi driver. So like that's what he did. And telling him not to drive anymore, so I had to do a lot of driving. I had to drive him to hospital, hospital, you know, appointments, doctor appointments, everything. So that was like my whole entire life. I became a caretaker to both of my parents. And when my father passed and working a
0: full-time job.
1: Oh yeah, I was making good money too. I was busting my ass. <laughs>
0: I get yeah, it. Yeah, like
1: seven days a week, no days off. Uh huh. Going to Plainview and back, thirty minutes there, thirty minutes back. Going on the L.A. Ugh, hate the L.A.
0: Terrible, bro. Ain't it. Terrible. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so when my father passed in two thousand fourteen, the day before Thanksgiving, I took like two two months off of work. And Plainview is a rough town, and you come back and it's like you know, they don't care about your life. Yeah. <laughs> They don't care, you know, that you just lost, like, your, you know, best friend and you're going to be a little bit different. Why is Coach Darina sitting down? Why is she not spotting the kids? Sure. I'm not spotting the kids because my back is broken. I feel like, you know, I'm, like, after my dad passed, my back pain just exacerbated, and like, right behind my heart. Just, like, sh- yeah. my back went, oof, from like, crying, you know, being, like, mm-hmm. hunched over. Mm. So I was certainly not spotting because my back was in so much pain and still is. You know, I do a lot of therapeutic stuff, too, you know. Help me be able to do what I'm able to do now because of people that helped me, um, but it was very non compassionate, you know. And they were like waiting for me to have a breakdown. And, That's um, tough to deal with,
0: especially yeah. with every like the weight of the weight uh, of just going through all of that and then yeah. having jerk offs at work. Yeah, not be fucking like because at it least was the
1: holidays. understanding. <laughs> it was Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, Christmas. And then it's New Year's.
0: Those are all the holidays you spend time with these people. So
1: I came back around New Year's when other people were, like, taking off. And I had already taken my time off. So, like, you know, all, like, eyes were on me. They're waiting for me to have, like, a meltdown. And uh, one of the parents actually, like, drove me away. You know, she, um... um, Oh, you left the the, the place of uh, employment. Well, actually, first I was, like, asked to, um leave you know for the week without pay because this woman was threatening to leave with a few other kids and blah 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 yeah which was very hurtful for me because um you know this you know my my boss you know was somebody that knew me from when I was a little girl and knew my relationship with my parents and I wish he would have saw you know me you know as like more important than they were yeah so that was super hurtful yeah I can imagine at that time I just uh, I just decided that you know I got my father would so not want me to be you know doing this. I'm I think I need to be doing something bigger. You know, yeah. my parents always were very supportive in my gymnastics career and would, you know, work overtime and and clean the gym in order for me to be able to participate at the level elite gymnast I was at 13, you know, for years and traveling and competing in this and that. So I was just like I need to, uh, you know, I need to represent for my father. He always loved how strong I was. And actually, like, when um, uh, one of his friends was like, didn't you want to have a a boy? Why don't you keep trying to have kids so you could have a boy? He goes, have you met my daughter, Doreena? I'm pretty sure she can kick any boy's ass. (laughs) So he loves how strong I was and everything. So I was like, this is just, I looked at my my now coach, Lena, in the face, and I just I was, like, tearing up. And I go, I'm ready. And she goes, what? And I got, I th- I'm ready to compete. And she goes, you better not see anything. So I started meeting with her privately to like, you know, learn how to diet and learn how to train. And I trained for like two and a half months before my first show. And I won. Nice. And went to, you know, my first uh, pro qualifying show. And I won that, t- that show, Team Universe, and got my pro card on my first show. And the rest
0: is That's history. Awesome. That's great. What did you What did you like more? Did you like more of the gymnastics competitions, or did you like more of what you're doing now?
1: Oh, um, I like more what I'm doing now because the body, you know, is just my ever changing.
0: Mm-hmm. And, okay.
1: and you know, it's bodybuilding. I I never, as a gymnast, it was it's very taxing on the body, you know. And you're kind not
0: of, as taxing as what you're doing now.
1: Um, you can make it whatever you want to. Okay. Now, you know, in gymnastics, you're like, you have requirements. Mm -hmm. You have to do this, have to do that. But I was so young. And also, when you're younger, they tell you, you know, what they think they want you to do. Like, you don't don't really have, like, a say. Okay. So I'm, like, landing short, and I broke my ankle twice, fractured a tore a ligament. Holy shit. Okay. You know, sprained it a million times. Finally, at 13, I had full reconstructive surgery on my ankle. That was the first time. You know, my first surgery to tighten up my ligaments and, um... And still would make me do, like, the same things over and over again where I'm landing short, landing short, landing short. And I'm like, can I do something forward so I can, like, roll forward out of it? But he, uh, my genesis coach is now in jail for seven counts of child molestation for little boys and little girls. Oh, my gosh. And nothing with my era. I'm like, nothing with my era, but he was on an ESPN special, Russell Wallace. Oh, my Um, gosh. Yeah. And um, so that was the first uh, child molester I bypassed. Uh, because that's when I quit, you know, and things kind of changed. And I, and you know, I knew. And my parents were like, "You're done. We're done." You know, you tell us. And that's. I just. I. I had full reconstructive surgery, and I left, and I never came back.
0: And he was. He wasn't a nice man, too. I guess obviously. Um, from, well, he, he's not a good person for no. you. Are saying? He but you said not me. from not from your era. He when you said that.
1: Yeah. So he lived with me for three years because everybody left the gym because Holy he shit. was a a hole and very mean and abusive. You know, not. Uh, physically, but, you know, mentally and emotionally, Mm -hmm. just, yeah, it's not anything like now. Um, so everyone went to another gym and he lost a lot of money. Gym was going to have to close. I was the only one who like stayed there and like didn't see that side of him. I was too young and I was just very talented, you know, I didn't pay attention to the politics of it. I didn't know what was going on. I was too young. I was always like the, uh, junior kid with the senior team. Okay. Right, so it was like yeah. a you know eight year old with like sixteen year olds, you know. Okay. And I'm at their level, but I was always a little one, so I didn't know what was going on around me. I just mm-hmm. came into the gym and did what I love to do. Of course. You know, but then when I started getting hurt, then he started pushing me to the side. You know, so I won, 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 won. everyone came back to the gym after I was winning all these competitions, and then I started getting hurt. And as soon as I started getting hurt, pushed me to the side. And I actually heard him say to one of the coaches, I was in a cast. I would still come to all practices, four and a half hours a day, six days a week to do my strength, conditioning, flexibility, you know, dance throughs. I would still swing bars in the pit, land on my back with a, you know, cast on.
0: Oh, my God. Right?
1: I know. uh, That's real
0: real determination. Holy shit.
1: He told the coaches, don't pay attention to her. She's not competing. Oh, wow. Pay attention to the other girls instead.
0: That's tough. That right? That changes how you feel, your perspective yeah. on being wanting to be there and stuff. Yeah. Did you end up going to like a different gym or you just no. ended up leaving it up?
1: That was it. You I, just that, left it that there. That was all I needed to hear. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I got And I said to my mom, I go, I think I want to try other sports. I think I'm more than a gymnast, you know? Nice. So I did. But that's good. Yeah. So I did. It turns um, out you were, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did uh, nice. volleyball. I was in like. Uh, varsity volleyball in high school, which I was like the secret spiker in the back. You never nice. know the 5 long girl come <laughs> up and spike it on you. That's awesome. <laughs> I did uh, cheerleading, of course. And then in college, I did co-ed cheerleading, which we were like competitive. I did fencing. I did. Oh, shit. Fencing? Um, yeah, could, it was you really could jump good fencing. High, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why it's I good did volleyball s- and all that. Yeah. Nice. I did springboard. Diet. Yeah, I got ups. I got strong you gymnastics have, like, legs. Do uh-huh. you I have got like, got a recorded.
2: Like, whatever, like, feet that you reached, like, in terms of how high you got. And he and wants to want know, know how high you can jump. Oh,
0: I okay. don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't can you dunk on a rim? Curious. No. Oh, okay. Actually,
1: it's so weird. I have, like, fetish people that ask me that. Like oh, on, really? on Instagram. Yeah, can you dunk? Can you dunk or... yes, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you said
0: you jump high. I, I only asked just because that's the no, only time you it's compare. No, like
1: it's like a fetish thing. That oh, my ask. gosh. they like, yeah. I didn't even know that. I'm like, Eww. I'm
0: learning new things today.
2: Block, delete, uh-huh. <laughs> jump, and, uh-huh. <laughs> jump and dunk? Nice. That's great. Oh, my Ew, gosh. gosh. Uh-huh. That's funny. <laughs> you, should just, you should just make a video like that and post it. And then the guy would be oh, my gosh, you made it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah that, that along with the foot fetishers. That, sure. Ugh, sure. Yeah,
0: What's that What's worse, the foot fetishers or the the dunkers? The feet fetish
1: people. Yeah. And nasty. And
0: it's just it's on it's on Instagram too, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And how do you start a conversation like, hey, um weird question but I'd like to look at your feet like is that how it goes like I
1: love your soles <laughs> like you think there's are oh, like your soul oh soul S-O-L-E-S. of your shoe yeah S-O-L-E-S I love your soles
0: oh my god I
1: notice you're always barefoot in all your photos your feet are so sexy
0: <laughs> oh my gosh yeah
1: I'm like uh, block delete uh huh uh-huh. oh my gosh that's crazy
0: so explain it to me what's what you said you, you for competitions now uh-huh. takes you about it's you train six to seven days yeah. a week mm-hmm. what, what what's that like what, what so give me one day where you're not interrupted mm-hmm. by anything else it's just like your day for i guess whatever regiment you need to do for that day give me an example of i guess so
1: close to competition or just like beginning to okay
0: so give me beginning and close to competition give me the comparison
1: right. so like off season i'm doing you know 30 minutes of cardio a day just to you know keep my metabolism running and just you know Keep my, my body weight down, my body fat percentage. I usually, I'm around like 120, 124, usually, and my stage weight is 110. So people are like, How do you lose that weight? I'm like, Because it's really all about diet and how you're training. So you start with like a lower amount of cardio, and the closer that you get to the show, I could be doing like cardio twice to two, you know, three times a day. I've done.
0: Is that just like. So in total, it'll be like two hours of cardio a day? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and okay. I could
1: split it up, you know, do an hour in the morning, an hour at night, you know, 45, 45, 40, you know, like that. Yeah. I've done three hours of cardio a day getting ready for a show because I found out that I was invited to the Olympia in Las Vegas, which is like the Olympics of bodybuilding. That's in amazing. My, in my first year, I made it to the Olympia, which is not really heard of. Um, But I found out late because they misspelled my email address they put dorita wl instead of one oh, so no. i didn't get the email that i was invited to the olympia until a week later so i like kind of had like you know a week off like i'm just hanging out chilling yeah and my coach is like i'm sorry you're gonna kill me but you're doing three hours of cardio day and i was like Aah! but i did it mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: Like, but i did it yeah <laughs> I rode my bike. Yeah, I have a mountain bike. I went all around Heckshire State Park and all throughout Great River. I would go, I would, you know, hike all over the place. I would stair climb, I, elliptical, you know, indoor bike. I have Any type of cardio? Bike. Yeah, I have a spin bike in my apartment, you know, so I can get up and just do faster cardio right away. Because so when it gets closer to competition, I wake up and I go. I have a cup of, you know, black coffee and I just and I go do fast and cardio and then I eat afterwards. And then I'm eating every 3 hours small meals. So in the beginning I'll have like um three small meals, you know, okay. good carbs, um red uh red potatoes, sweet potato, brown rice, you know, uh whole wheat pasta. And then when I'm getting close and then I have a two protein shakes. So like three meals, two protein shakes. And i'm getting closer to the show i have to take away all the protein shakes and just do all real food so now every three hours like i have you know eggs and oatmeal in the morning um you know and right now it's amazing i'm sponsored by it's called fuel chef frank it's my um coach lena's son frankie he lives in uh staten island and he has a meal prep company it's all macroed out for you and everything so it's like perfect to portion my coach tells you know him what I need, and his driver comes out from Staten Island and gives me like four meals a day, which are off the chain. Like, That's awesome. Does he is, have
0: an Instagram or a yeah. handle that we? Do you have the handle? Yeah. Do you know it? Uh-huh.
1: At Fuel Chef underscore Frank.
0: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
1: Yeah, he's amazing, and um, yeah. I'm like I'm dieting. Always looking Dieting's for stuff never like been that. so easy. Like I had like miso. Miso glazed salmon with a, you know, a, a mashed sweet potato with broccoli rabe. Oof. Like, ooh, yeah. That mm-hmm. sounds
0: awesome. Yeah,
1: so every meal is, like, different and amazing. And, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky.
0: <laughs> no, but that's good. So, Having a good, I guess, yeah. diet for mm-hmm. what you're doing. You need it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then I meet with my coach tomorrow, and we're going to change up. Because, like, have a lot of flavor now. You know, I had a little Swiss cheese, turkey bacon on like a turkey burger. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the next few weeks, I'm going to have to take that away and make it a little bit more bland, you know, plain, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when you get closer and closer to the competition, I salt everything up. Everything is, you know, I love salt. I can have all the salt I want because I sweat so much and my blood pressure so low anyway that I need salt in my diet. Um, but closer to the competition, you have to take the salt away and start to drink less water, dehydrate yourself because you lose all the water weight, you're eating, you know, white fish and chicken, and then you start to take away the chicken, you're just eating white fish and asparagus or cucumbers, all diuretic, peeing everything out, drinking water, drinking water, and then close to the competition, you start taking the water away and the salt away. So everything goes, and my coach calls it shrink wrapping, you watch your body like have Two abs and then another two abs and then another two abs and you're like whoa by competition day everything is like ripped and shredded and it's just perfectly timed out. And my coach does a very good job of not keeping me at that low body weight for so long yeah. because you like you know a woman doesn't get her period when you're like at a certain you know body fat. My body fat percentage that you have to be like ten to twelve percent body fat in all in order to see. Those, you know, it's the six pack. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm at like 17% body fat, right? Okay. So that you just have to keep doing more and more cardio, more and more cardio change around your diet. Carb cycle. You know, one day I'm eating like three meals of carbs. Next day I'm eating two meals of carbs. Next day I'm eating one meal of carbs and then no carbs one day. And then it goes to like two carb meals, one carb meal, zero carb meals. And then two, one, zero, zero. Like two days of no carbs. Oh, wow. Right? And then I'm going like, Absolutely no carb day.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Right? Yeah.
1: And then you carb up again, and it's like, then you get full. And then you take the carbs away, and you shrink more. And then you add the carbs, and you get a little bit more full right
0: yeah no okay that's listen for me it's all it's all like it's
1: crazy you just Uh met me
0: i'm also i just i just got down 45 pounds since january so i've been yeah i've been trying (laughs) i've been trying to do whatever i can so definitely like dieting and stuff is the hardest thing for me yeah i also you Uh know i also run like a a youtube channel where i taste like all different types of food so i do like food stuff Oh my so God. maybe we'll do a food review later. Please. Yeah. I'm
1: like. Well, it depends. Yeah. No. No. I was gonna say.
0: I, I don't know what the regimen you got going exactly on, what we can that. eat, but we'll do something. maybe. Oh my God. We'll say. But um, okay. Yeah. So, what would be like if you had to put it out in the universe for something that you wanted to grab and take? Like in, in this competition. Like what competition do you want to win? Or like what um what uh, do you what, which one do you want to join like is there is there something that like you're you're working towards like is there like an end like not an end goal but is there like is there a competition that you haven't been invited to yet that you want to go to? Is there something like that like I don't know so, how it works. Mm-hmm. So. so
1: I've been invited well I, I qualified for two Olympias you have to either win a show or earn points and be in the top five of the point standings to be invited to the Olympia, which is in Las Vegas. That's like the Olympics of bodybuilding. The Arnold Classic in Ohio, you have to be invited to, so it's upon your ranking and who you are and blah blah blah. Um, so that's like you know a big one. You have to be invited to that one. Yeah. Um, the Arnold Classic in South Africa and Australia also you have to be invited to, um, and that's what I did in my first, no, my second year of competing. I was invited to the Arnold in Australia, and How placed was that? fifth place in the world there, which was oh amazing. My God. And then we went right to start, uh, South Africa, and I placed second in that competition in the Arnold uh, Classic South Africa. And, like, to be in those two places with all, like, my fitness sisters, we call each other.
0: Fitness sisters, Ooh, I like that.
1: yeah, uh-huh, yeah. IFBB Pro Fitness, we're a family. Um, everyone is very supportive and positive and um, crazy and wild. Like, we're all, you know, similar. I'm like, these mm-hmm. are my people, <laughs> uh-huh. These are my people. Yeah, I'm like, they know I'm a little wild. They see me take my two shots of tequila before I get on stage. They're like, what's wrong with you? Are you kidding me? i will be falling on my face. What kind of tequila? <laughs> anything silver. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm like, anything silver. No Patron, favorite? No. Casamigos. Okay. You know? Patron. Uh-huh. Right. The cheap stuff, Swaza, You know. <laughs> I'm a Don Julio guy. Whatever. I like Don Julio. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whatever. It's clear. It has low carb, low sugar. I always tell my coach, I'm like, it's dehydrating. I wake up, I have more abs. <laughs> it's good. Right? You just can't have, like, I have, you know, I love tequila, seltzer, lime, a little salt on the rim. Okay. Yeah, that's there my you drink. Go. That's my drink. All right.
0: <laughs> that's important. Yeah, no.
1: It is. Uh-huh.
0: So I guess winning first place oh. in an Arnold Classic would be.
1: So the next show coming up um, is the Chicago Pro, and that will be my 12th show. And 12 is my favorite number, so I am a favorite to win this show, and I would love to win this show because then I would be automatically invited to the Olympia, which is in Las Vegas this year, but this year they changed the venue to Planet Hollywood, which is a really big venue, and uh, so far, uh, as far as celebrities speaking and going there, Shaquille O'Neal will be there, Mark Wahlberg, and The
0: Rock. Oh wow! Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. all three of those guys are great. I love ah, all their stuff. I know. I
2: love
1: all of them. I know. <laughs> I'm
0: like,
1: yes. I know. I can't wait. I so there's some motivation. Shaquille O'Neal. I want him to like pick me uh, um, and the Rock and Mark. And Mark pick me up over their head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shaquille O'Neal's huge.
1: Like oh, Compared to
0: you, you're probably like three, cool, like, two. Yeah, like, two, like yeah, like two, like like two, not even two. Uh, I don't know. He, yeah, he's a he's
1: a. I'm a third of him. Yeah, he's a he's a tall guy. <laughs> uh,
0: he's, and he's uh, you know what he's been doing recently? I've been seeing. Well, before COVID, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh He's been doing a lot of like DJings. He does DJs now. He's like a DJ. Really? So he'll do like he'll go to like like not Coachella, but he'll go to like like DJ festivals and he'll uh-huh. he'll do a set. Wow. And people love him. He's actually not bad. I've heard some of his music. He's not bad.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Sha-
2: Shaq
0: is like uh, a big dude, huh? He's like uh. seven. Was he like seven foot? Yeah, something oh like that. God. It's crazy. Like 385
2: pounds. He's, he's a big seen. boy. Yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Seeing, a, seeing yeah. that in person is probably going to be like, wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, The right. Rock's
0: a big guy, too. I know.
2: Not as big as Shaq, <laughs> but he is a big guy. Sure. Uh-huh. Probably probably not
0: as big as Shaq. And,
1: and, not, not. and The Rock promotes tequila, too. He's got Terramina or Terramana.
0: Uh, it's Tequila? his yeah, yeah, it's his own yeah. personal company or something I like know. that. Uh-huh. I haven't tried it yet. I, haven't I heard tried it was tried good it either.
1: though. Actually, before I go to the Olympia, I'll have to try it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: gotta let him know his tequila's good. I know, and just, that's uh, what I say. You
2: should you should say this to him, you see him he'd be like, Congrats on the XFL and he'll be like, Oh, oh thanks so much. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at you feeding her good lines. Yeah, look at this.
0: Enjoy.
1: I've heard actually someone else like said that to me, like, Oh you just bought the XFL. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So COVID, mm-hmm. how did that affect you? With uh, like, listen the the type mm-hmm. of like dieting regimen, everything yeah. you'd need to do. A gym is probably like the mo- one of the most important things in life. Yeah. For you right now, well, yeah. or in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. W- what have you been doing? Like for me personally, so, I've been begging my friends. Yeah. To go to their garage gyms to yeah. work out. Mm-hmm. Like, I took a phone call right before this, and I was like, hey, are we definitely working out? Because me, I, I need to at least get five days a weekend, or else I feel weird. Nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the gym is closed, you know, so no personal training. Um, but, you know, I I also practice yoga, you know, and I'm certified in yoga, Pilates, and in bar. So What's bar? bar is like ballet on speed, I call it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like ballet on speed, yeah. It's a lot of booty work, a lot of balance stuff. Yeah, flexibility. It's great. Um, so those three combined, you know, I think have helped me to stay more lean and more feminine looking. You know, which is also what the judges always comment. They're like, "Oh, I love her feminine look." You know, she's mm-hmm. got long lines, and um, and I credit yoga and Pilates and bar for all that. You know, and my, and my flexibility too. Like yeah, some of the photos I said, I don't to. know how you. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> I've been able to do that since I was a kid. Since I just you know kept up with it, and I fl- I stretch every single day, and I practice yoga. You know, I'm um, stretching all the time. Like I'm stretching all the time in between sets. You know, after everything, just because I know it helps to lengthen, you know, and elongate your muscles. So when I first started uh, lifting weights, when I quit gymnastics, I started weight training, and I started lifting very heavy, but I was also eating like shit. So I got very bulky and big, and I was like, eh, my jeans don't fit. My thighs are too fat. My sister's like, you're muscular. Why don't you try some yoga and Pilates? It will help to, you know, elongate you. you love it. Um, so when I did, like, my first class. I fell in love with it. And then my sister and I got certified in 2001. And I've been teaching since 2001. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Yeah, and It's crazy. What'd you say? 20-year anniversary. Yeah, my 20-year anniversary.
0: Oh, teaching. my gosh. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, my sister has her PhD in yoga. She's like the uh, professor at Suffolk Community College, Ammerman and Riverhead, um, opening up a yoga retreat center in Rincon in Puerto Rico with her wife. And um, currently now throughout COVID, she, every Saturday for the past like few weeks, we go to one of her students' houses in the backyard. I do a backyard uh, yoga class on Saturdays, like, only, like, 15 people, I think, or, yeah, I think up to 15 people are allowed, and everybody's, you know, social distance, six feet apart. Blah, of course. Gosh. Yeah, um, so that's, like, really, I'm, like, that's been great, and uh, my wonderful client, Lily, I call her my Lady Lily, mm-hmm. her husband built me, like, a stage in my backyard and bought me an egg chair for my 40th birthday, one of those, like, awesome egg chairs, and these beautiful planters. So I have like a stage with like a uh, uh, vine. Yeah, vines like on the fence. Mm-hmm. So I have like a beautiful setup in the back. So I started doing like a 21-day challenge, five-day power Pilates challenge. That's awesome. And filming myself in my backyard and charging people to, you know, be on a private Facebook group and follow my videos. and. Nice. Post, you know, their self doing it, what are uh, doing it. If
0: people wanted to get in contact with you for that, what mm-hmm. would can you? Is there an email that they can yeah. reach you at? Or my
1: email is Darina D E R I N A W one at gmail.com. Yep, and um, otherwise I'm on, you know, Instagram is pro Wilson, and Facebook is just Darina Wilson, as well as my YouTube Darina oh. Wilson.
0: Perfect. Do you po- do you post regularly on the YouTube channel?
1: I try. And, you know, actually I saw an intuitive reader um like before this whole entire thing and she was saying that like I see, you know, I you need to build up your YouTube channel more. You know, you do very well with, you know, great with that um you know, talking about your story with, you know, with breast cancer and double mastectomy and you know, you and your CBD oil and how that helped really helped you with, you know, your recovery and everything. And I had all these videos on my old phone of when I woke up out of surgery and the first, like, step I took and the first time I, like, going home. And I went to Costa Rica three weeks later and my sister had a yoga retreat. and I couldn't do anything, but I just was there to relax. Costa and, Rica's beautiful. Right? I've been there. A vegan yoga retreat was the best recovery ever, right? Nice. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't swim. I couldn't do yoga. I couldn't sunbathe. But I was in Costa Rica eating like you know vegan food and um, you know mango and watermelon, fresh fresh juice every morning. Right? I know. So every time I got a little sweaty and hot, I go in the air conditioned room. I take a cold shower, lay down for a little bit. So relaxing. So I think that was like the best thing I could have like possibly done like for my recovery. Yeah. But I lost all those videos. When I got a new phone, it's I tough. didn't go through. So now I just have to like talk about it. And... Yeah,
2: I mean you can recreate the actual. I guess. You yeah. Know, you can't recreate. Of the what video, I did. But you can recreate the. I know. Um, so it's just kind of annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you <laughs> kind of walk through people through like a 30-day thing or something. Exactly. Like that, right?
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Of like of yeah of what I did because yeah. I was yeah. you know I talked about like.
2: People would want to hear that. You yeah. Know? yeah. I started so.
1: taking like CBD oil from Canaway, like gold. You know. A, like the Rolls Royce of all of the, uh, CBDs, um, that is like, you know, said to, uh, reduce the size of tumors, you know, if not get rid of them altogether. So my first surgery was supposed to be the day I got home after the Arnold Classic in 2018. And when I was on the, um, on the table, they are administering, administering, administering the uh, IV. Administering, yeah, you said it right. Administering, yeah, I'm you said like, it right.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, the uh, anesthesia, the Rocuronium, which is a muscle relaxant used in trauma patients, I'm life threateningly allergic to. So my oh, blood, no. yeah, I blew up like a balloon and my blood pressure dropped to 50 over 10. Wow. So oh, they had gosh. to rip everything off of me. I woke up with no surgery, but looking like, you know, drop dead Fred when his head blows up. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it was like, a
0: very, very interesting I comparison. <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: When he goes like that with the face like blown up, sure. uh-huh, that was me. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, everything itched because my skin just like stretched and everything. And then I had to go to see an allergist for like a month. And I was in limbo because I was supposed to have the surgery. I canceled all my classes, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, mm-hmm. really wasn't working, but I really enjoyed that time. Cool. Because it was like the first time I got to do nothing. So when I had my surgery, it was actually um, April 9th, and my birthday is April twelfth. Oh. So I always say like it was like my that like April's like my rebirth month and my birth month hmm. because I wasn't I take, like yeah I wasn't taking care of myself at all after I lost my parents. I was training five hours a day. I wasn't eating what the amount that I should have been eating. I would I was very depressed and uh, decided to go on antidepressants. Uh, la- like maybe like a year and a half ago, and now I'm like weaning off mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I needed something to like get me out of that depression. Yeah, so of course. I, I like hit like an all-time low and I had a breakdown after mm-hmm. my second surgery because I wasn't allowed to work out, and which is like what I do to yeah. so like de-stress and then now I'm not allowed to work out and everything. Yeah, the one thing and that helps you through it all. Ooh, yeah. my body was changing. I was seeing cellulite on my stomach and on my legs. First time I had to wear a two-piece you know, during the summer and it was just so depressing. So um, you know, after that, um, when I had my well, my surgery, finally, my tumor shrank seventy five percent because I was able to take the CBD oil now for two months instead of one month, which like you really get the full effect of it after two months. They say thirty to sixty days of constant use, twice a day, sometimes if you need three times a day, um, is said to reduce the size of your tumor. Oh That's gosh. when you see the benefits. And my oncologist was like, um, I told him that I, my sister gave me CBD. CBD. She was like, he was like, I don't really believe in that stuff, blah, blah, blah. I go, well, I do, and it's my body, so I'm going to take it. And when I had the surgery, he, he was like dumbfounded and told my sister, he's like, that tumor shrank like 75% since the time we took her biopsy. Wow.
0: That's incredible. Yeah, wow.
1: and I had no chemo, no radiation, and wasn't even a candidate for tamoxifen, which is the you know, uh, estrogen blocker which are side effects of that also. And they asked me, like, do you want to take it? And I was like, nope, I'll continue with my CBD. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so CBD has been a really big at, like help for everything that you went through with that, yeah. especially mm-hmm. with the cancer. I mean, yep. that's incredible, yep. truthfully. And what company mm-hmm. do you use? Like, what yep. company do you like basically swear by? I mean, yeah.
1: So I'm, I'm a sponsored athlete, or I'm an athlete for Cannaway, K A N N A W A Y. They're top three in the world. They come from UK, hmm. uh, Holland, and Austria, where it's purely organic. Wow. And um, that's great. You know, they have uh, the What's it, a certificate of analysis hmm. and the hemp symbol, you know, which is like the, uh, you know, FDA symbol. Yeah, of course. It's FDA know? approved. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm like, but they have like the hemp symbol. Um, and they're like the first to create everything. So my sister's friend sent it from California. and was like, your sister needs to take this. It annihilated my mother's tumor. But you can't say like that it did that. You know, they can't make like a medical claim. You because know, they don't so you have to say, I'm not making any medical claims, but like my tumor's trying seventy yeah. five percent. I you know, I had I was lucky to have a stage one breast cancer. Lucky. I think, you know, it was onset because I wasn't eating, I wasn't sleeping, mm. my body was chronically inflamed. I had uh my cervix was inflamed, my breasts were inflamed, my back was inflamed. Chronic arthritis. I lost my parents. I was depressed. Yeah. No, right? so that's all like of that. that all like those cancer. chemicals. And I was cancer, like, breeding in my body. So, um, you know, the healthiest person, stage one breast cancer. And I had symptoms for a year and a half that I didn't tell anybody because I just lost, you know, both my parents. And I also lost my insurance when I quit my coaching career and um, was without insurance. So my oncologist, when it was first, just cysts. And I came back years later that it turned into cancer I was like, "All right, well, what do I got to do <laughs> to get rid of them both?" I and then so I had a lump, and pain, and blood discharge from my right nipple. Oh my gosh! That I didn't tell anybody. I even had a boyfriend at the time that I would like hide my bras from and everything. So I was like, I don't want anybody to know. Yeah. So when I told my sister about it, she well, actually like you were going like, through a lot. It makes listen idea. to me to me mm-hmm. that
0: those types of decisions you made because yeah. you hadn't you, you felt that there mm-hmm. was a lot on, there was a lot of weight on you. Yeah. I listen, I get that. Yeah, i 100% there. And
1: any more weight on my family than, you know, than we had already been through. You know, so it's just like it, it's it'll be okay. It'll be okay. I mean, so it, when they I, first I feel like said, it's better than okay. You, I, I think it was a blessing. But you're guys. also you're
0: also a very, all I can say is you're very determined. All, yeah. What I can tell from getting to talk to you and getting mm-hmm. to meet you today is that you're determined, you know what you want and you're hungry. Yeah. And those three, those mm-hmm. three are like the best duo, the best combination for success yeah. in anybody. Yeah. Because really the world, the message really is if you want something like mm-hmm. you do, yeah. you go out there and you get it. Yeah. And you want to know something? I'm, I'm excited for you. This is really cool. I'm, I'm really happy that like Thank you. You, you really like, you overcame a lot mm-hmm. and you were able to like definitely yeah. I, I don't know all the haters are definitely looking at themselves <laughs> and feeling like idiots now definitely when I
1: tell people I'm 40 when I started really doing this I said I wanted to be a fitness model and I go what do I like I ask somebody like what do I do I want to be a fitness model what do I do I go sign up for a competition so that's when my brain started to go oh okay Lean has been asking me to compete for like 15 years I think I could really do this
2: <laughs> yeah. I think
1: I'm going to quit my job I think I'm going to take like a $500 pay cut and move back in with my mother and help her out after losing my father. And she also helped me out in the meantime. Yeah. But I'm also seeing these symptoms and I'm not going to tell her because she's already gone through a lot with losing my father. And I'm just going to do my best to, you know, continue what I'm doing and, and get as healthy as I can. So when I found out I had, you know, cancer, I just went like full organic, like every organic cancer fighting food and Really, the CBD helped me to sleep, which was like the number one thing that I needed to do. I needed to sleep and I needed to eat. So the CBD helped me get my my sleep pattern back. Eight hours, passed out all the way through. Like I like I love to sleep now. Where I usually I'm like, you know, I just couldn't sleep. It had insomnia. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it, yeah, just depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, and appetite too. My appetite came back, and I was able to eat all my meals without like wanting without like being disgusted looking at it and then not eating and just drinking coffee and then getting a headache and throwing up that was like a pattern
0: yeah, no mm-hmm. listen it, it, it I'm happy that CBD works like this that there mm-hmm. are people that it really does work for because yeah. the government and everybody they really try to shy away from how good yeah. you know something that comes from the ground yeah. really is for people and yeah. I always I've always recommended CBD mm-hmm. for everything like me yeah. I use it when uh, after I work out mm-hmm. uh, depending on the target areas of what I worked at I have a mm-hmm. massage gun so I massage it out it's and good. then I put I, I love that thing mm-hmm. my thera gun but it's not the, it's not my thera I have it uh it's called a hypervolt I could show it yeah to you it's it's honestly i have
1: the tim tam I love oh, it. Mm-hmm. yeah no they're
0: they're honestly Ooh, it amazing hurts so
1: good yeah yeah it hurts <laughs> so good that's the great that's the greatest thing to say for it
0: so is there um is there any like um uh, i would definitely love to have you back on the show maybe mm-hmm. we could do a whole nutrition section sure. uh-huh. maybe you can help me get a good nutrition plan set up and we can uh, do a little podcast for it sure. in the future uh-huh. um is there any like um Anything you want to shout out, anyone you want to you know, reach out to or say anything, or is there any companies that are you're, you're sponsored by that you want to just give them the plug real quick? Sure. Okay, cool.
1: Well, I have a few sponsors. I have Perfect. Canaway, which is my CBD company, Okay. and you can go to darina.canaway.com mm-hmm. to uh, watch videos and, and shop. Um, sponsored by a clothing company called BeFit Apparel, and they're located in New York City, which that's why I like them. Uh, my my meal prep company at Fuel Chef underscore Frank, uh, my supplement company which is Nutrition Fifty Three, who the owner is Bill Romanowski, the NFL champion. Um, like is that it? And then my lady Lily, you know, who sponsors me and and buys me acupuncture sessions and. Loans me her pool to do laps in And is just an amazing person <laughs> That's
0: great Well listen uh-huh. Honestly Dorina Thank you so much for coming on the show And oh, sharing and this.
1: of course my coach Lena course, the Fico, But she already knows that And my sister and my dog Bubba My black English bulldog But she's got Bubba Wilson 6 Is his Instagram He's
0: got his own Instagram <laughs> yeah. I love it <laughs> wait what's the handle again so everyone gets it
1: at Bubba Wilson 6
0: I love it Mm -hmm. Bubba Wilson Mm -hmm. all right (laughs) well listen Doreen, thank you so much for coming and doing the show I really hope you come back and do another one and uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some skits with her right Mm -hmm. we we decided we're gonna do some skits yeah all right cool (laughs) listen again thank you so much thank you I don't don't know what song I'm gonna play Mm mm-hmm to end it because
1: some hip hop, reggaeton. Oh, okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. Reggaeton.
1: I- reggaeton is my my uh, workout music of choice.
0: Alright, mm-hmm. I-, I have one song that I like. It's from Jay Baldwin, his new album, Colores. Okay. So yeah. I'll play that to end yes, it. Alright. Yes, please. <laughs> Here we go.
1: Oh yeah.
0: y la mientas en tus horas